1: Welcome to Wealth Creator Radio. You may not think of yourself as a home builder, but in retirement reality, you truly are. Today, we'll help you draw up that blueprint for a sturdy, lasting retirement. Hi, I'm Luann Fulmer here with Eric Heckman. He's president of Heckman Financial, and we welcome you to Wealth Creator Radio. Today, you'll get straightforward advice from Eric on how to plan for a secure and a comfortable retirement. Eric, in our retirement world today, you know, we know that people do not have pension incomes like we used to, like our parents and our grandparents. It's rare if you have the option, right? So it looks like it's up to us to create our own retirement income. So the big question is, where do we start? What do we do?
2: Yeah, well, that's that's the big reality of of retirement for most of us today is, is we're going to have social security. So that is a pension. I mean, a lot of times people don't kind of think of it that way. So we will have that. But beyond that, most people, yeah, if you're working high tech or something like that, you're not going to have a pension unless you were somebody who was HP or IBM way, way long ago. And so what do you do now? I mean, now you have to figure out all this on your own. And it's a lot more complicated than lots of times people think. So you have to figure out Probably the hardest number is how much are you going to actually be spending in retirement and figure out that number minus what income sources you have. So if there's no pension, then it'd be Social Security. The rest of it, it's up to you. You, know, you have to figure out some place to replace all that and how are you going to get that money. And, and so that's probably the, the number one starting point for all income plans, all retirement plans is figure out how much are you going to actually need on a monthly basis.
1: So Eric, how do you help them figure out their budgets?
2: Well, really, I, th- I think the biggest thing is, is looking at your spending and and ideally if you can make your take-home pay. So if you think about your take-home pay, that's after you funded your 401k. It's after you paid Medicare and Social Security tax. I mean, these are all things that you don't do in retirement. You don't fund your stock purchase plan. There's a lot of things that you don't do in retirement that, that you're doing right now. So you don't want to really compare it to your gross pay. You really want to compare it to your net pay. Now, the other reality is. Hey, you got seven days a weekend, not two. So you got a lot more capacity to spend money. And if you got more time to spend money, you're going to probably do it. And so what you have to also think about is it's not linear in terms of retirement. It's not going to be, I need this much dollars for the rest of my life and just a little bit of inflation increase. No, no, no. It's going to be more like first five or 10 years. I'm going to go do all that cool stuff I always wanted to do, right? Go you know, do those trips, do those vacations. And so you're going to have a lot more spending initially, and then it'll probably calm down. So not only do you have to know your monthly costs and, and regular stuff, but you also need to throw in some money for why you bothered to save for all in the first place, right, for retirement, for all this fun stuff that you wouldn't plan on doing. And you don't want to wait till you're 80 or 90 to go out and have fun. You want to do it in your 60s or 70s, ideally. So th- that's the big part. Uh, the easiest, easiest way for... I've ever found hands down is you take your last 12 months bank statements add up all the withdrawals and divide by 12. It's that simple, that easy. Last 12 months bank statements, add up all the withdrawals and divide by 12. Yeah, I know it's painful. <laughs> I I I've had a lot of clients where, you know, I'll, I'll sit there with you know, say a couple and, "Yeah, you know, how much is your take-home pay? How much is yours?" Okay, so you know whatever that number is, and I'll add that up. But I won't really necessarily out, you know, repeat it out loud. And then I'll ask, "Okay. So how much do you guys need to live on on a monthly basis?" And, you know, maybe the answer is 6,000. All right. And your take home's 8. Okay, so right now you're putting 2,000 a month away after, you know, of, of your take home pay. So where where exactly are you sending that money? And there's a pause. They look at each other. <laughs> and what? you know and we go through the numbers again and uh, it's the black hole of the checking account right i mean we spend what we make and it, who knows where it went it went someplace hopefully it had fun <laughs> and so you know that's that's the part, hard part about that is really looking at that so if you take your last 12 months bank statements divide by 12 it's really what you actually spent and when i do this exercise with everybody I've never once had anybody say come up with a number that was less than they thought. It's always way more. I mean, everybody always underestimates how much they spend, usually by 10 or 20 or sometimes 30%. I mean, it's not a little off. It's usually like 20 to 30% off typically. So this is a real number that you really got to get you know nailed down. And uh, if you're paying off your credit cards with that checking account, then this all works. If you're also adding up you know, stuff on credit cards and not paying that off, then it's, of course, even worse. So, you know, that's one of the things that you really want to be looking at and really doing that because, you know, you can do budgets, but nobody likes to do them. Nobody likes to follow them. So if at least you know how much you're spending and you know how much your take-home pay is, then you can start adding up your fixed costs. And then you know what's left for the variable costs for the fun stuff, for everything else, for eating out, doing all that other stuff. So, you know, that's one of the biggest critical things for people to do. And You know, really, that's what we do here at Heckman Financials. We actually sit down and we create this blueprint to worry less wealth. And it's like, what is that? Well, you know, what that is, is it's a roadmap of where you are today, what path you're on. So if you're going to go see Mickey over in Orlando and you're heading to New York, (laughs) we're going to tell you, you got to turn, right? You got (laughs) to adjust course. And so that's what this plan initially is, is first looking at where you're headed today and then what kind of adjustments, what kind of tweaks should you do? So in terms of income plan, in terms of investment plan, taxes along the way, healthcare, legacy, all those areas. So that's the critical items. And once you know all this, then you can feel good about retirement. Then you know you're, you're okay. You know you, how much you can spend. Yeah, You know when you're doing stuff right, and you also know when you're doing stuff that you shouldn't be doing, right? And when you're having a little too much fun on vacation. <laughs>
1: Talk about the four hundred one k for a moment. I would say most of us have have that that defined contribution plan as our primary vehicle as far as retirement dollars go. It's our responsibility now to save money in a four hundred one k, whatever we have four hundred three b four fifty seven. In your observation, Eric, how are most people doing?
2: Yeah, it's not so great, right? (laughs) So for a lot of people, they yeah, hopefully they're at least taking taking advantage of the match. Yeah, and so most plans will anywhere from three to six percent of whatever you put in. They'll they'll match some portion of that. It's pretty rare you see plans matching you know above and beyond that part. But uh, especially when people are younger, there's so much evidence of people just not even doing that. They're not funding it. Uh, you know they say hey they'll wait till later, and then what happens? They don't. And then really the the power of of time with money is, is the key the savings thing with with all 401ks are all investments really. And and if you get behind that that curve, it gets really tough to to make up. And unfortunately I end up with meeting a lot of people that are in their 50s and 60s sometimes even that they're just really starting to kick it in now and trying to save a lot more. And it's a lot tougher at that age because you have to put so much more away and you don't have time on your side. So you know that's one of the big things that people need to be doing. And then also, they need to be paying attention to their 401ks. It's not, you know, invest and in, in don't forget it type of stuff. It's, you know, invest and pay attention. You know, at least once a year, you should be rebalancing that 401k. So maybe you put in, say, you know, so much to U.S. small company stocks. Maybe it was 10%. Well, that might be now 15% of your account. Well, that means you have a lot more risk than you used to. Not because of anything necessarily bad or good. It just means that area shot up more, which is usually a good thing. Well, guess what happens when the areas that shoot up a lot? (laughs) They usually are the ones that drop down later. So that's the part where you need to be rebalancing. And that's why we do that. We, We help people create that blueprint to worry less wealth. Something we can do for you and your family. No cost, no obligation. All you have to do is give us a call. We'll sit down, go through this. And that's up to you if you want to work with us or not, but at least you'll get a lot of great information and know if you're on track or not. So if that's something you'd like to take advantage of, just leave us a message, 800-454-1184, 800-454-1184, or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com. Again, it's wealthcreatorradio.com.
1: If you're still concerned that you might not have enough money, enough income for your retirement, stay tuned because Eric continues talking about how to bridge that gap. You're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. We'll be right
3: back. Who will star in your movie? You've spent years working, taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement or maybe you're already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to write the script. Will your retirement be filled with travel, time with your grandchildren, days spent reading or laughing with friends? Eric Heckman and the team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services have helped hundreds of families write their retirement script. Don't let financial limitations take the starring role of your retirement. Eric and his team want you to be the star of the rest of your life. They'll help you create a financial strategy tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals. Call Eric Heckman and the Heckman Financial and Insurance Services team today, 800-224-2489, and set a visit, 800-224-2489, 800-224-2489. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, a registered investment advisor.
1: Welcome back to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer, Erica's president of Heckman Financial, where their mission is to get you to and through a worryless wealth retirement. Today, we've been talking about building your own income plan in retirement. But actually, Eric, it's time for you to tell us about a financial fail, one that you've seen um, that hopefully we can all learn from.
2: It's not just one, but it's actually a few people. We were just talking about the 401ks and IRA type of issues that people should really be paying attention to this stuff. And I had one client that they had a 401k from, I believe it was 2008. It was when they left the company during the downturn, put it all in cash and still there, still in a money market. It's earning like $10 a year, I think.
1: That's been 10 uh, years. Oh, dear. Yeah.
2: yeah. So it, it's really ugly. And, and I just ran into somebody else who in his IRA. So he'd rolled this out of his 401k to an IRA. So he actively did something, but then decided he didn't really know what he wanted to do with it and left it. And so, again, it's been there several years. And typically, the money markets at most brokerage companies are the lowest interest rates you could ever find. I mean, they're not going to be competitive because they don't need to be. So, these are not good interest rates, and these are not making much of anything. I mean, you might be able to get lunch once a month off of them, maybe. That's one of the things that you don't want to do. I mean, there's there's ways to be conservative, right? So you can be conservative and you can have your money safer. There's lots of different options. I mean, there's conservative options right now that are earning about four percent, almost for five years. I mean, there's lots of different things out there that that. Can be guaranteed that have good earnings, but yeah. You know, so you so you don't have to go like into a lot of risk. So sometimes that's why these people are having the money sit there is they're worried about taking risk. But my gosh, don't just be bad to money. It wants to grow. Let it grow. <laughs> and so yeah, you need to find that a good home for those. And so if you've got an old account that's just sitting there lagging, lagging around and not doing anything, really, you got to take some action and, and do something because it's costing you if not thousands, probably tens of thousands of dollars over time. And, and that's really scary because it's such a simple fix.
1: Well, Eric, you've been explaining to us uh, why it's so important to remain vigilant in our 401k dollars. And I want to give you a scenario and have you explain to us what we could be doing. Let's say that we have been saving diligently for our retirement. We have a sizable balance in our 401k. What should we be doing with it once we are retired?
2: Well, it's actually not once you're retired. It's a, it often it's when you're still working. Okay. So, so really, one of the things that as that balance gets up, and I, I'd say over a hundred thousand, that's when you you need to start taking control of of your investment options. I mean, a lot of four hundred one k's, well, all of them nowadays, mainly because it's a pension law uh, requirement, is they all have those those target date funds in there. So they're going to have some sort of year, right? So twenty, thirty, twenty forty, whatever it is, it's supposed to. Supposedly get less risky, less volatile as as you get older and such. And I always ask people, so, you know, how much stocks and bonds is that? I don't know. Well, what risk level is that? I don't know. Nobody knows, right? It's whatever company that's running your 401k picked all that for you. You don't even know who the person is. It's just maybe somebody at some desk that just threw a dart at the wall. You know, who knows how they pick these numbers, and and that's not the best way to do it long term. Now they're great. those funds can be great when you're first starting because they do they invest in a bunch of different other funds, so it's a good starter fund. But once you hit a hundred k, you need to start really picking your own allocation and figuring out what risk you want to have, and that way you you know how many ups and downs you're gonna have and how ugly it's gonna get if the market crashes or how good it's gonna get if the market goes up. But at least now you picked, not some other random person that you've never even talked with. So, you know, that's one big issue. And then also, sometimes I run into people who've been at a company for a very, very long time and they don't have very much in IRAs because they were, you know, pretty successful at this one company, didn't need to change companies. Well, then you're usually stuck, right? Because all your money is only in the market. You can't have any steady income assets. You can't have any foundational assets. You know, you can't have anything that's really guaranteed. So, what are your options then? Well, most companies, especially once you hit 59 and a half, They have this thing called an in-service distribution. So what that means is you're still working in service for that that firm. Like I was just working with somebody at Adobe who's like this. He's been there for 26 years. And so if he can do this in-service distribution, that's where he can take some of those funds and move it out of his plan and move it to an IRA tax-free and now he's got other options now he can put that money in. Because once it's in an IRA, there's hundreds of thousands of options of investments. When it's in the 401k, it's only that list of funds that you have. And so I think that's one of the big things that people don't really realize with their 401k is there, some, there are some options, but you got to take control over. And especially once it gets bigger, you know that's where you don't want to be messing things up, right?
1: Right. You're listening to Eric Heckman. He's in his 26th year at Heckman Financial, and this is Wealth Creator Radio. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer, and all you have to do is make the first move. Give Eric a call, and he can help you. Let me give you his website again, wealthcreatorradio.com, or his phone number. You may call to go in and visit with him. A discovery visit that is complimentary, 800-454-1184, 800-454-1184.
2: So just go back to the, you know, what I was saying there with the social securities, you know, really when you're doing that that plan, it's not as simple as just saying, hey, should I take it at, you know, sixty six or should I wait till seventy? The calculators I, I really hate are the ones that say, oh well, if you wait to seventy, then you know what's your break even? Well, you have to live to seventy eight or eighty or whatever it is, and and then that's when you've broken even compared to. Starting at you know, sixty-six and okay. that means you should have now waited. <laughs> That's meaningless. Because if you want to retire, say at sixty five when your Medicare turns on, yet you want to wait till sixty six to get the higher benefit, and then you're trying to compare it to waiting until seventy. Now, if you retired at sixty five and you wait all the way to seventy, <laughs> what happened to happen in those five years? you had to take money out, right?
1: Right. You missed out. Yeah. Mhm. Well, well, you security. had to take
2: money from Yeah, so you had to take money from your other assets. Right. So you take IRAs, 401Ks, you know, savings accounts, whatever money you've built up, you had to use up that a lot. And so really anytime you see these numbers where it's like, "Oh, compare 66 benefits to to age 70 benefits," uh, that that's just silliness. You have to see how did it affect your plan? You know, how did that that run out? And I've had several cases where you're taking the money at 66, you'll actually have more money in retirement than waiting until 70. Now, why is that? Well, those four years were such a huge hit to that person's asset level that they never overcame that and they actually drove it down. Even though they got more Social Security by waiting, they actually got less total income. And so really when you're talking about a Social Security plan, you have to do it in coordination with everything else you got. Because if you're not looking at... You know, one part of the other, other puzzle, then it's just not going to work. It's kind of like trying to, you know, work on one side of your body and make it all strong, and then the other side you can barely lift a, you know, a weight or anything. So it'd be really weird looking, you know, having you buffed on one side <laughs> right. and weak on the other, right? So, yeah, you, know, you you really have to look at that's how it all all comes in because just because you have a great social security check. But you have no other money; it's not a good thing. I'd much rather have a smaller Social Security check and have a lot more assets. So, it depends on your plan. That's one thing. And then also, if you're married or not, that's a huge deal. So, uh, we do the smart couples talk, and and one of the things that we talk about there is, you know, making sure that you guys coordinate how things are going to be, and, and really looking at how you talk about money and what what options. But when you're talking about Social Security for a couple whoever's that higher income earner, you want them to claim as late as possible because that's the eternal check. That's the check that that couple will get for the rest of their couple's eternity. Yeah. And so say if one of them's getting a $1,500 check and the other one's a 2,500, well, you know, they want that 2,500 to be as high as it can. If you can get to 3,000 by waiting, it might be worth it because if one of you dies, that $1,500 check goes away, but that bigger one stays. And so the longer you can get that, you know, the bigger you can get that bigger check, the better you both will be in the, in the long run. So, you know, that's one of the big issues that a lot of people have and, you know, really looking at how to look at Social Security, how to take it, what's the best way to do it, uh, what are the taxes along the way, all these things. And so, again, if you want to give us a call, 800-454-1184, 800 800-454- 454 1184. Or you can actually book online at wealthcreatorradio.com. Again, it's wealthcreatorradio.com. Imagine for a moment that an intense storm is
4: pounding your house. Will the roof leak? Will the siding peel away? What about your basement? Will it flood? If your house is properly built and maintained, you'll be fine. But what about your 401k or your investments? Your retirement income? The stock market has had a great run the last few years. But is its current turmoil making you feel uneasy? Are you confident your portfolio is built to weather a financial storm? Now may be a great time to get a second opinion on your retirement strategy. Call Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial and Insurance Services at 800-224-2489 now. Eric and his team will examine your portfolio and show you if your investments are in need of some weatherproofing. Call Heckman Financial and Insurance Services today to get your no-obligation second opinion, 800-224-2489. Don't let your retirement get caught in the rain. Call 800-224-2489. Investment advisory services are offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, a registered investment advisor.
1: We are back. You're listening to Wealth Creator Radio. I'm Ann Fulmer here with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial, and we are so glad that you joined us. Today, we've been discussing how to help potential retirees build their own retirement income plan because pensions just aren't around like they used to be for our parents and our grandparents. But Eric, I feel like we also need to pay attention to those people who operated small businesses over the years. They may be a smaller demographic, but how do small business owners saved for retirement or how should have they saved
2: well i think there's two sets of people that we're really talking about here and either small business owners or people who work in small businesses or the flip side is just people who are in the gig economy you know maybe they're doing some doordash or they're doing lyft or uber or oh. something like that and they've got some self-employment income and, and how can they be saving for that because that's actually almost more critical because especially with a lot of people doing these Yeah, nowadays, two, three, four jobs that are all part time is getting to be more and more common. And then of course, they're getting no benefits from anywhere. And so they need to be really saving because they're not getting these benefits and they don't have a nice big, huge plan to contribute to. So if it's a small business there are things like a simple IRA, which is like a 401k, but it's a little bit lower limits. It does have some matching and there's no cost for the employer other than the matching to set these up. So, you know, if you're working for a small company or a small business owner, this is a great way to at least have something in place. It's kind of a, I don't know if you want to call it a, this, you know, starting point or a, you know, training wheels for a 401k. But uh, it, it's really just a way to, to kind of start doing a 401k without the costs and hassles of all the requirements that a 401k plan has. So that'd be one option. Uh, the other big, big one is, uh, is the SEP IRA. Now, SEP IRA is actually Simplified Employee Pension, but most people call it a self-employment plan. <laughs> and so it's not really called that, but most people who are consulting or doing these gig economy type stuff, you know, those are the ones that people they can defer up to twenty five percent. There's kind of some weird rules about it. It's really a lot of it's your net pay. So the number I really like to use is you're know, pretty safe at thirteen percent of your net net income after deductions that you can always fund it. You know, lots of times that could be depending on how much money you made, way more than you could fund in an IRA. So if you could only do six thousand or seven thousand to an IRA, you might be able to put ten or twenty into something like that. So there are some other options. Uh, again, you're also able to do an individual 401k. So this would again would be somebody who's 1099 income in some sort of either self employment or consulting type work. They could be doing that, set that up. Those used to be really hard to set up and a lot more complicated now. Most companies, they just have a prototype plan. You just sign some forms and you're up and running. And so uh, that can be great. Now you have to watch out because if you have a regular 401k job and then you do some consulting, you still can't put more than the max into a 401k. So you have to watch out what other types of stuff you got going. So there are some options for people that are have either self-employment, work for a small company, you know, or they're doing some of these gig economy stuff, and so really, that's something that you should be paying attention to. Uh, really, you want to make sure you know what what options you have, and ideally, most of these is this is a good time of year to set these up because if you set them up at the beginning of the year, you've got more time to fund them all year long. It's really tough to be funding them at. You know, like cramming it like you're doing did back in uh, high school days <laughs> you' cramming for the test. <laughs> oh, yeah, you really don't want to be cramming these uh, all the contributions in in November and December. So if you can get these things set up now, gotta be way easier and simpler to to get it up and running.
1: Eric, another thing came to me as you were talking about small business owners and how they should plan to retire and uh, people who even work all those part-time jobs. What about those that want to explore a new passion or maybe a new business in retirement?
2: Well that's actually getting to be more and more of a, a a big thing for a lot of my my clients that I'm working with and people I'm talking to is that they want to do something for fun or often it's some sort of hobby or something that's turned into maybe more of a more than that it's uh, sometimes it's artistic stuff right so maybe they've gotten really good at some of these things i've got a a client that uh goes out to Cabrillo College and does a lot of work there in, in all their machines and you know, all the laser cutters and doing a lot of art stuff. Now he's entered some galleries and, try, you know, I don't know if he's really going to ever you know make any sort of real money off selling his art, but at least he's having fun doing it. And by trying to make it a trade, it's actually now, there's a lot of tax deductions, a lot of benefits to that. So, so it could be something like that, or it could be just that one job or that, uh, you know, you wanted to get on Shark Tank and you know do that one thing, right? So, you know, it could be something harder like that where you're really trying to get a company up and running. Or maybe it's something simple. Uh, I've also had some people where they just wanted to set up like a tutoring center or, or do some, you know, things to help kids out or do some coding classes and, uh, you know, things like that. So there's a lot of stuff you can do you know, in terms of retirement, you got to watch out, of course, is this going to add or subtract from my money for retirement, right? So if you're planning on working for five more years at a lot higher income, and then you take a job more for fun, what effects that going to have? Or maybe you're doing fine income-wise and asset-wise, but you're starting this business, is this going to eat up a lot of assets and cost you a lot of assets Uh, Again, if there's a lot of outgo and it doesn't happen, then you may also not want to do it too. So uh, like anything, you got to have a plan for it. You got to know what the risks are going in and then see if it really makes sense because probably the toughest thing for most people when they retire is most businesses don't survive the next generation. A lot of businesses don't get sold for a lot of money. Most of the time, it's just for assets and stuff. So a lot of business owners keep saying, hey, I'm building my business, I'm building my business. And if there's not much of a resale to it, why would you spend all that time building it? You should have been building assets that you have for yourself. So again, it's just like anything, you want to have a plan. And that's what we do here at Heckman Financials. We create that blueprint to worry less wealth, where we look at your income, investments, taxes, healthcare legacy, help you build that plan, help you figure out what dreams do you want to do? What, what things do you, what does your future look like? You probably don't necessarily want to retire and sit on a, on the front porch in the rocking chair, But what do you want to be doing? What types of things? You want to do stuff for fun or do stuff for business, uh, you know, giving back, whatever it is. And let's figure out how you can do that and how you can have a good life doing that. So, again, there's no cost, no obligation. All you got to do is just give us a call, 800-454-1184. Again, 800-454-1184. Or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com. Again, it's wealthcreatorradio.com.
1: In our world today, we are equipped with you know, new technology to help simplify all these tasks. But Eric, in, in your opinion, what would be our best course of action as far as planning for retirement?
2: Well, you need to have a plan, of course, <laughs> right? So I think we all know that. And it's not as ex- exactly exciting or fun always, but uh, it is something you need to be doing. And you got to watch out for some of these online tools because I think a lot of them aren't grounded in reality uh one one of the things that we show a lot of our talks is we'll show a um a slide that says okay here if you if you put these funds into an actual Vanguard fund using the real results that this fund had and you went from two thousand to twenty seventeen and then you go from twenty seventeen to two thousand so in other words, if you have the results going forward or the results going backward when you don't take any money out there's no difference at all. Both of them average 6.91%. So there's no difference between the two. What the difference is, is when you withdraw money. When you start taking money out, if you did it from 2000 to 2017, in in this example, we start off with 500,000 and we take 2000 a month out with some inflation increase. By the end of that 2017 date, there's two years of income left. If you went from 2017 to 2000, at the end of that, that time frame, there's $700,000 left and probably 20 or plus more years of income. So what's the difference? They both earned identical rates of return. Well, the reality is it's not a rate of return in retirement. It's how you spend your money. You know, that's why we created that blueprint to worry less wealth so we can Have a process where we can look and say, okay, here's your income plan. How's it going to run out for the rest of your life? Are you looking okay or not? And if you want to take action, if you're somebody who likes to make a change, then all you have to do is give us a call. No cost, no obligation. 800-454-1184. 800-454-1184. Or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com. I guess wealthcreatorradio.com.
1: Drew Frampton, General Manager of O2 Mortgages, joins Eric next on our show. Stick around.
3: Who will star in your movie? You've spent years working, taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement, or maybe you're already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to write the script. Will your retirement be filled with travel, time with your grandchildren, days spent reading or laughing with friends? Eric Heckman and the team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services have helped hundreds of families write their retirement script. Don't let financial limitations take the starring role of your retirement. Eric and his team want you to be the star of the rest of your life. They'll help you create a financial strategy tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals. Call Eric Heckman and the Heckman Financial and Insurance Services team today, 800-224-2489, and set a visit, 800-224-2489, 800-224-2489. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, a registered investment advisor.
2: Welcome back to Wealth Creator Radio. This is Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. And I've got my monthly contributor here, Drew Frampton of O2 Mortgage. Good to have you. Great to be here, Eric. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that people are, you know, believe it or not, still trying to do (laughs) is get bigger (laughs) houses, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, you know, even though with our extreme high house pricing and and so forth, but, you know, like I I know I've got one client that, you know, they, they were wanting to buy the big house and... Want to have the family at some point, but they said, "Hey, I should just get in," and they bought the townhouse. And so the big debate is as they're waiting in the townhouse, seeing the prices go up and up and mm-hmm. up, and it's mm-hmm. like, "Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, you know, it's you know, I'm making a tiny bit out of my townhouse, but you know, I, I might have fifty thousand of growth there, but the house I wanted to buy went up by one hundred and fifty, right? <laughs> and of course, the property tax is going to get higher, right? Right." And the mortgage would probably be higher. So, so, you know, what's your advice? And you know, how do you're helping with people or doing that decision or that analysis to say, how how do I get that that big dream house I've always wanted or the one I want to raise my family in and so forth?
5: Yeah, and even you know, some people qualify and they can do it. So, I don't believe in the one size fits all mentality, uh, but I definitely believe in you know looking at a couple or individuals' financial entire picture that. Whole picture and looking at that debt structure holistically, right? Right. Um, you know, I make no qualms about it. I put people in debt for a living, right? <laughs> right. And lots of debt, lots and lots of debt. Um, not but, a drug pusher, but no, just a debt pusher. Yeah. Just <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I want to sleep at night, yeah, right? Yeah.
2: You want to do the right thing for? I mean, I, I mean, I've I literally had a client that did the, the townhouse to the big house, but mm-hmm. he did not want to sell his townhouse. Oh, okay. And he drained. All his savings he right. he i mean it was financially i mean he makes a lot of money right, right. so it's not that it is the income, but he just literally had nothing, no cushion no anything right for about two and a half years it was it was right. really tight now they're you know, finally, finally get, yeah, finally get – yeah, the rents are gone up a little bit on the townhouse right. because he was also slightly negative on that. And, right. And right. so, yeah, it can be really tough if you're moving up, even if you make a lot. Even if you make a lot, even if you sell, right? I mean right.
5: here's the, the interesting thing that's happening right now is you've got um, people who bought at now a fantastic time. I mean even if you bought just a few years ago, let's say you bought in 2015, the home prices are dramatically larger. Right, right, and we've seen some incredible appreciation. Um, Interest rates are higher, right? So if you're moving up to, let's say you, you know, even if it's a similar home size, I I get this a lot. Similar home size, the commute's killing me. Uh, The kids are getting older. I got to get them in a better school (laughs) district, right? right. You've, you've got even those things where it's even the same size house, but you move over, you know, two neighborhoods or one area code, and that home price goes up by. $300,000 three hundred thousand dollars or five hundred thousand dollars or something right so um, what we uh really like to look at at o2 mortgage is that whole picture right of okay let's say you bought and you know you bought in 2015 and it was a million dollar home right and it's now worth a million five and you want to get that big house, you want to spend $2 million, right? So <laughs> right. the people who aren't from this area, sounds like a lot of money, but you'd be surprised <laughs> what $2 million gets gets you you know closer to those really nice school districts, right? Um, but let's say you want to get a $2 million home and you bought for a million dollar. Well, your tax basis certainly increases. Yeah,
2: more than doubles because you <laughs> – didn't, you know, the the increase is higher, right? So, yeah, because you bought higher, when, yeah, right. a house when it was cheaper. Right, So, right. yeah. So, your incre- your your tax part increases,
5: right? Your loan amount, right, the dollar amount that you're borrowing, obviously is increasing, as well as the interest rate, right? So, yeah. it's just like, man, I'm just getting hit on all sides <laughs> here. Does this make any sense at all?
2: Yeah, well, of course, then you're also not for, yeah, you have to forget what the new tax law did. So property taxes, for all logistic purposes, are no longer deductible if you're working, right? Because right. right. if you're working, your state income tax is more than the ten thousand dollar maximum. So, you know, so if you went from ten to twenty thousand a property tax, that's just more tax. That's just more tax, yeah. with no tax savings. Where that ten thousand used to cost you seven, maybe or sixty five hundred after tax, now that ten costs you. Before more than that. well more than ten, <laughs> because you have to earn more money to net down that that ten right Very true. and and then also, if your loan was say seven fifty and now you're going to a million million two 000 or whatever, you know the new to you house. Max mortgage you can write off is seven fifty. So right. I assume most people are also getting bigger loans lots of times, or unless they've yes. got some great stocks, options, or <laughs> you know, <right>? coming <laughs> some cash in. But right. yeah, so, so there, yeah, there's a lot of headwinds, I guess, is the mm-hmm. nice way to put it, <laughs> if you're moving up. Yeah, but I mean, still people want to do it, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean 20, you, 30 years down the road, it's not going to be a big deal, right? Absolutely.
5: Um, but what one thing I think people miss, And they're talking about it and, you know, you're having that conversation over dinner with your spouse and you're saying, gosh, how are we going to do this, right? One suggestion that I would bring up to people is, look, we're Americans. We love debt. We don't just get mortgages, (laughs) right? We've got our car loans and our credit cards and, you know, MasterCard and Visa and American Express are very good at at figuring out ways. Yes, they'll fly you to Hawaii for free, but guess what? You've got some debt now. (laughs) Right. Uh, So let's really do the math on that free flight. Um, So, you know, we're Americans. We have a bit of debt, right? And so you have your car loans. Maybe you're sending a kid to school. Maybe you've got, you know, some some consumer debt. What if you took some of that equity, instead of putting it towards the house, right, this new house, pay off your debt? Right. On a monthly basis, that might actually be about the same as what you're paying today. Right. Obviously, every situation's different. Mm-hmm. I sure hope you have no debt, lots of money in the bank, stock options are, are all vesting and uh your RCs are all vesting, right? <laughs> I mean, right. Everything's going great for you. But um for for the rest of us, you know, who've got some debt, taking some of that money and not putting it all to that next house. Because typically what happens is people come in, they say, Look, I've got $600,000 net proceeds from the sale of our house. We're going to put it all towards this big expensive house. And boy, yeah, it's about $1,000 higher in payment. You know, it looks like you got about $1,000 in car payments alone. Why don't we just pay off the car, car payments? And now your payment's the same right? Um, So looking at that, again, on a monthly basis, on a budget basis, and seeing if that makes sense. It's not going to make sense for everybody. But for those who are trying to figure out, how do I get this bigger house and not eat beans and rice? It's
2: a good way to look at it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and the other dangerous part about it, anytime you... you spend a ton of money on a house that you got to fix it up, or usually there's something you're going to want to spend money on and right. do exchange and do that. So it's good to have some extra cash. But you know, again, you're listening to wealth creator radio and this is Eric Heckman and Heckman financial. we got drew Frampton here from O2 mortgage. Uh, you can always find more information about about us and, and all the links to to drew or any other stuff at wealthcreatorradio.com. I mean, definitely you want to look at everything because mm-hmm. you know, that's a very good point about paying off some other bills and how can you fund it and, especially if you're paying for private school, then maybe you can get in, you know, if you're say Coobertino school district or something like that, where you don't need to pay the private school tuition, that'd be another way to be able to justify, right. Those uptick in that more expensive house. right?
5: Without (laughs) as much tax deduction as maybe you'd hope.
2: Yeah. Right. Um, But yeah. So you guys are mostly looking at the overall picture. Um, You know, anything else people should be looking at with all that? Um, You know, definitely what I would say is
5: when you are considering this decision, Get a good team around you, right? Get a good realtor. Get a good finance person, a, a lender. Um, you know, have a tax person look at your situation. Have your uh, financial planner be involved, right? we It's so funny. Uh, I reach out to, you know, people like you all the time. Hey, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith are, are thinking about buying a house and here's what they want to do. They're going to sell some stock. How is that going to affect their retirement plan? You're the only person who's called. (laughs) What?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And and the crazy part, too, is if you sell a whole bunch of stock, have a bunch of capital gains, and oh, yeah, you sold your house, uh, (laughs) that you may also have – if you went over the Mm $500,000 maximum, you might have some more capital gains. So that might be also the worst time to be selling that stock. So you might even want to think about is there some better strategies to – to finance that for a temporary basis or something. Yeah. Maybe
5: putting even less than 20% down. Yes. You might pay a little bit more, but maybe the tax penalties and consequences is going to make the world a difference.
2: Yeah. Or, or, I mean, you can even do simple things like, you know, get a home, you know, do a home equity line, you know, second mortgage is part of it initially, and then sell off the rest of the stock next year. Right. And now you spread, spread the tax hit over two years, not just one year. And, I mean, because the way the tax code works today, you know, the the higher up you go, the more penalty brackets you kind of hit, you know, just hit (laughs) hit nastier, nastier, nastier. And it's just, you know, it's a snowball either direction, right? The less you make, the less you pay. But when you go up those higher brackets, it can get really ugly, really fast. And so, uh, yeah, anything else that people should know or just, I mean, really, like you said, just kind of talking to you and... Yeah. Really
5: getting- just have that conversation. Make sure that whoever you're working with is taking that consultive approach um, yeah. because if you have just a, you know, here's, here's the rate, boy, there's a lot more to it. And yeah. you might be getting a fantastic rate but losing – a lot of money because yeah. you didn't plan it right.
2: And you get a fantastic property bill and a fantastic hit to your cash flow, right? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah you, before you have all those things, you definitely want to do some planning. So what's the best way to, for people to get hold of you? Give us a call.
5: Leave us a message. The phone number is 408-610-3210. Again, that's
2: 408-610-3210. You know, if you need any more information or you want to get links to the show, just uh, go to wealthcreatorradio.com. Again, it's wealthcreatorradio.com. And with that, we'll be right back.
3: Are you paying more than your fair share in taxes? Make sure you aren't giving Uncle Sam any more than he deserves. The Financial Knowledge Institute is hosting an informative event that could help you learn how to avoid costly tax mistakes that could cause you to lose thousands in retirement. Join them and special guest speaker Eric Heckman, the founder of the Knowledge Institute and president of Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, to get the information that can help you lower your tax bill and learn how to keep more of your hard-earned savings in your pocket. Eric will also talk about ways the new tax law could affect you. This special event will be at the Camden Community Center center on union avenue in san jose on wednesday february 6th or thursday february 7th at six o'clock no cost to attend space is limited and reservations are required call now 800-880-8628 that's 800-880-8628 don't miss your chance to find out how to make your retirement plan as tax efficient as possible 800-880-8628 And we
1: are back for the rest of our show. I'm Luann Fulmer talking today with Eric Heckman. He's founder of Heckman Financial. And Eric is here to give you solid, independent, even personalized financial advice when you do give him a call. He's a well-known speaker and author. And he can provide you with advice to get you to and through retirement with worry less wealth. I want to ask you this question, though. I want you to fill in the blanks. And this is a question to our listeners. All right. So I want you to fill in the blanks too. Everyone is telling you blank, but I, Eric, am telling you blank.
2: Yeah, well, the biggest answer for that probably would be is everybody's telling you just let it all ride the market and you'll be fine in retirement. And I'm telling you that will not work. The math, the data does not warrant that. Really what you need to do is, is divide your money up in three types so the 401Ks of the world, 403Bs, all that stuff, pretty much always force us into stock market money, mutual funds, bonds, all those types of things. So once you have an IRA or other assets, then you've got a lot more options. And really what you should have is you should have three types. One would be the foundational money. This is stuff that can't go away. This is stuff that's really principle protected, not kind of you know, fairly okay, mostly safe, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not kind of pregnant. It is a reason. (laughs) Um, So this is really safe. Um, Stuff that has some institution guaranteeing the the principal. Then you want to have some steady income money because obviously you need cash flow. Cash flow is the king in retirement for sure. So you need something that's paying ideally on a monthly basis, something that's not in the stock market ideally also. So these are things that are paying typically right now about 5 to 7%, and, and they're giving you good cash flow. And then you want to have the market money. And, and why is this? Well, let's just think about this. 2017, end of 2017, you need to take money out for next year's spending. Where do you take it? Yeah, take it from the market. The market was screaming hot, doing great, fantastic, wonderful, right? Lock in those gains. What happened in 2018? If you need to take out a lot of spending money for 2019, ooh. Uh, that was a bad year end. <laughs> that was not a good end of the year to take money out. So where do you take it from? Yeah, take it from the guaranteed side. That side hasn't lost any money and what did you have all the way in between that? Yeah, that steady income money, maybe adding you know it may say you got two or three thousand, maybe four thousand for a couple coming in from Social Security. If you got another thousand two thousand coming in from some steady income, now you've got some some good base of income coming in. Now when you're taking that money out, that's more for the fun money. That's more for the trips, for doing all the cool stuff you want to be doing in retirement. But if all you have is 100% stock market money and it's the end of 2018 and you need to take money out, ugh, you, know, you just locked in some losses. And guess what? Those losses would have shot back up the next year fantastically and you lost it all because you needed to use it. Again, money is not the same when you're in retirement that it is when you're working. And the sooner you know that, the sooner you realize that, and the sooner you ignore people who don't use that, that philosophy and, and realize that you, know, you need to be changing, uh, the, the better off you'll be sooner. So yeah, you know, I think that's probably hands down the, the biggest problem I see right now is people plan their retirement income like they were working, and it just doesn't work when you're taking money out. It's not the same math. And it's not reality. So, you know, again, that's why we're here at Heckman Financial. We help people with building that blueprint to worry less wealth. There's no cost, no obligation. All we do is we sit down, figure out what you're worried about, what your concerns are. You know, what path are you on today? So we'll show you what path you're on. We're going to look at your income plan that you have. You may not know you have it, but you have one. Give us a call, 800-454-1184, 800-454-1184, or go online to wealth Creator Radio.